Welcome, 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 welcome to Reservations for One with Bills. I am Bills. We are here one week into the new year. We made it. Shout out to everybody who's being productive this year. Shout out to everybody who's been on their shit so far. I mean, it's only been eight days, but it's it's hard, you know? It's hard to stay productive. And shout out to everybody who haven't been doing nothing. Shout out to everybody who hasn't done anything productive this year and who doesn't want to be remembered for 100 years after they die because that's okay. Everybody don't got to be Julius Caesar. Some people are going to be Julius Mango. You know, Julius Mango, I don't even know that's a real person because he never even did nothing for us to remember. So, <laughs> nah, but all jokes aside that everybody, don't don't let people trick you to think that you have to be like this big ambitious person in the world. Like, happy, you just got to be happy. That's something I'm on, just being happy. Like, some, some stuff don't that won't make you happy. Like, it's okay to just want to exist and live life and live a normal life and be a normal person. And, and it's not even normal. Let's not even say normal. It's just that... Like, cause no, who's to say what's normal? It's okay to just live the peaceful existence you want to live. That's like a message I want to get across because, you know, sometimes it, it, other stuff might drive you crazy. I still remember to this day that, um, one day I was out with one of my friends and we was in checkers like three in the morning and, um, they was calling some guy grill master. It's like, yo, the grill master, the grill master, come cook up the burgers. And when we left, my son was like, damn, that's his life. Like, he just a grill master. He just work at checkers and a grill master. And I'm like, nigga, he seemed more at peace than both of us. Like, he probably work his grill, work a job, go home, got his girl waiting for him, play his game, just live a peaceful existence. Us, what we did today, we did about 15 things that day. We woke up, we had to... Pack. That's when I was doing Saturday out my house. I was packing mass Saturday stuff. Like, bro, we packed mass Saturday stuff. Had to go to the post office, wait in line for two hours, damn near there. Then from there, we went to, like, two events. We had to go to two events. Then had to go to the studio. And we up miserable. We tired. We miserable. We got to hustle and bustle to try to get what we want in life only because we want more. And and neither of us are happy. We both miserable that we did this. We groggy. We, we eating checkers three in the morning. He probably live a peaceful life, so, you know. Never judge nobody, and never like that's all. Like I really, I just felt like he was kind of talking down on him, and that kind of got defensive to me because ain't nobody in this world better than nobody else. I always just like I always say, like you know, the people in first class die too if the plane crash. So you know, so just try not to judge. Mm-hmm. What happened this week? Oh, shout out to Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Cat Williams went super viral on um, Club Club Shay Shay. <laughs> He went super viral on that one. It was funny. It was it was definitely informative because he put us onto a lot of stuff that people were still in jokes, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, dude, I don't agree with the really the talking down on each other in our community because we can't afford that. Other communities can afford that, but each of us need to put up put each other up as much as possible and and not talk down on each other even if you do have something bad to say but sis sometimes you want to get some shit off your chest so i respect that too so shout out to cat williams it was definitely an entertaining moment but cat williams i always felt like cat williams is like he ain't went into the public or but he's definitely always been like one of the real nigga champions you feel me like all the real niggas fuck with Cat Williams. I love Cat Williams. Like he, he's always been like I'm. I might not be the biggest star, but I'm one of the realest. So I, I definitely like that for Cat Williams. What else happened this week? Oh, 
it was zombies, not zombies, aliens supposedly in Miami. I seen that on like a couple viral videos of that, and uh, that is crazy. But I don't know. <laughs> I'll just say if if it was up, it wasn't. Either way, I'm ready. I'm cracking my knuckles and flexing my muscles uh, <laughs> for people not watching on YouTube. But I am ready either way if it's aliens or zombies. Because so this is why I work out. This is why I get smarter, stronger, faster. Because if whether it be aliens or, or AI or zombies, something is coming. Like, it's, it's you could just tell something is coming. Like, it's just a lot been going on. And Earth is Earth. I thought it was just America. It's just the whole Earth is, is wilding right now. So something is coming. Like you could just sense it and feel it in your air, feel it in your body. So make sure you stay physically fit. Make sure you keep at least six months of food, tuna, and water in your house, you know? Because <laughs> something is definitely coming. I'm trying to think what I saw. Oh, I watched Love Jones for the first time. You know I've been on my hopeless romantic movie shit. I watched Love Jones for the first time. And that movie was nuts. It was so aesthetically pleasing. Like, it brought me back to a time, like, it. that movie is so good because the feeling it puts you in and the vibe of the movie is just, like, like a perfect, it just make you want to wish that you lived in that time in life. And I feel like that, like, that's something that's so hard to capture. And it did that. But the plot <laughs> and the, the love, that they was a terrible couple. First, he stalked her. Like, he got her information, stalked her, pulling up to her crib, like... Then, then she was like, all right, fuck it, I'll fuck with you. Then they was together for a little bit, falling in love. And then they both trying to act like it was less than what it was. And knowing if they was in love with each other. Then um, what happened? She she left with her ex. She wanted to see like if he was going to say no. And this play silly games, got silly prizes. Then he was acting too cool. Like, nah, go ahead. Then, then when she moved back. Then she was being a jerk to her ex. I ain't going to lie. Like. I, I felt some when, when he ate her cereal. He's like, it was other cereal here. Like, this is my cereal. That's why I always say, liking different stuff in relationships is definitely important. It's definitely, definitely important liking different stuff. Because he had a long day, and he came home with his favorite cereal, and it was gone. And it was just like, ah. I, mind you, I wouldn't have made a big deal out of it, though. He did make too much of a big deal out of his little cereal. But... I just understood where the frustration came from. That's why, you know, you got to find somebody <laughs> opposite the track. So, but yeah, then she was a jerk to him, left him, came back to town, didn't go back to Sun, seen him with somebody else. Then she started dating uh, Bill Bellamy. It was just like all over. They were a terrible couple. They like, the, the movie was an amazing movie because of what it made you feel. But as a couple, they are top five worst couples ever, like. The worst fictional couples I've ever seen. Oh, and I learned the difference between fiction and nonfiction. And I must say, I am not impressed. How could non? How could non nonfiction mean not real? I mean, nonfiction means real. Like I feel like why 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 does not make fiction means real? Because it's so close to factual. Like. Factual information, fiction, it's just like, you know, feel me, it's just, it, it just blow my mind. But, you know, the English language is made up anyway, so I guess whoever made it up that day was just, feel, that's the mood he was in. <laughs> but, right, it's got me stop thinking, my top five, I don't know if I did my top five 
fictional couples ever before on the podcast, but I definitely got a list of my top five fictional couples. And at number five is Mallory and Mickey Knox from Natural Born Killers. That's one of my favorite movies. And that couple was just like, even though they was pound for pound what they were, all right, terrible people, but... As a couple, they were perfect together. They loved each other. Like, that's just the type of love you want from somebody. Like, he came and saved her from her father. And mind you, they were psycho murderer serial killers. But, you know, in life, that's what you want. You want someone that'll love you. Like, look, if we're going to read books in the grass all day, I want you to do that with me. But if we're going to kill 12 people, I want you to love me enough to do that with me. So that's just what we asked for. In the scene where... <laughs> when, where they was um where he got where she got caught and he wasn't caught and Scagnetti was like, I'm gonna cut off her boobs and he was like, I'll buy her some new ones. That right there was hilarious. That that right there just showed how he felt about her. And number four, Jack and Kate from the Titanic. Only because they not hired because it was such short lived, but you know, the short lived loves do be the best. It was such short lived because where they were together for a couple hours and fell in love in a couple hours and the whole draw me like one of your French guys. Like, you feel me? Like that, they they love was perfect. They got, they love bomb. That's why love bomb isn't important. Love bombing is important because you never know if you're going to meet the love of your life and then y'all going to, one of y'all are going to die in the next few hours. So you got to love bomb. Number three is Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother. They were just like a real solid couple, no real scandals or nothing, just real solid love. And, you know, sometimes that's important. It don't got to be exciting. It don't got to be over the edge. It don't got to be over the top. Just real solid love. So Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother, definitely in my top five couples. I hate it. I hate it. What you call it? I hate it. Um... Barney and Robin and Ted and Robin. I hated Ted. Like, Ted was all right, but when he took, I don't know, I just, that whole Barney messing with Robin thing really threw me off from even Ted, because Ted should have stopped that from then. Like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, so Ted is a sucker for that. Number two, Michael, Scott, and Holly. They would be number one to me, but Michael Scott was kind of a sucker. Like, most all hopeless romantics are. Michael Scott was a sucker, and he loved Holly way more than she loved him, even though they was good together. But it's like I always say, if you laying next to somebody that you love more than they love you, you're actually the winner because you got who you wanted. They're the loser who couldn't get the person they wanted, so now they stuck with you. You got the person you wanted, so you are the winner. Don't let nobody tell you any different. And number one. Big and Carrie, Sex in the City. My son Big. My son Big done did put Carrie through the ringer and she just was still there for him. At the end of the day, when it's all done, I'm yours if you're still here. It's like, how could you not love that? That's like what every man dream of, to have a Carrie. Like, just one, someone that, like, your solid number one. Like, she go do her thing, you go do your thing. You could stand her up, you could get married to her, you could just do all these other things. But you know, at the end of the day, I want to end up with this person. I want to die with you. I want to die next to you. I'm not ready for that yet. But when I am, I'm coming back to you. So Carrie and Big is definitely my number one couple. Because a lot of my relationships are like Carrie and Big, you know. I'm like Carrie and two of them. I ain't going to front. You know, I got a couple girls that I, <laughs> that's treating me bad. But, you know, that's just life. That's just how it go. You know, everybody, you, you ain't going to win them all. And that got me to thinking. Because... 
uh, after my birthday, I started thinking like, like, ah, yeah, it's time for me to get married. And I was thinking if if there was, because somebody had asked me to ask that pit, like my favorite ex-girlfriend. And it's kind of like, I don't have a favorite ex-girlfriend because all my relationships crash and burn. I do the crash and burn. Like, it, we are no longer friends. We're enemies. Even though, even the ones I missed, I still love some of them and miss them. But it's just like too much dirt has been done and too much bad. So it's like I got five flings, though, like five flings because flings are better for hopeless romantic because it don't get to go all the way bad. Like you just it, it's just like something happened. You was like, damn, at this point in time, I just wasn't ready for this person. Like I didn't get to go all the way there for it to go all the way bad. And it leaves the what if like what if I would have got with this person? I know this could have been a person for me. What if I was this person at this time? If I was the me now back then, I would definitely be with her. If I only this didn't matter to me then because it don't matter now, I would have definitely been with this person. So I definitely got my top five favorite flings. And I'm not going to say their names, but they nicknames because, you know, I'll, me and all my friends give like all my, the girls I date nicknames and they be funny sometimes, sometimes not so much, but you know, I'll give them by the nicknames. Motorcycle girl. <laughs> it was funny though because I liked her because she rode a motorcycle. Like I was dating a girl, she used to pull up on me in a motorcycle and it, it's like she had like a, a, a ninja street bike and it was cool at first and she was wild fun, but then after a while, you're like, I'm really going to have a baby with a girl who drives motorcycles. I'm really going to be with this this woman. It's like, what what attracts you to... Nothing good comes from fun. No serious relationship could come from fun. Like, not too much fun. Like, you got to be a, a good balance. That relationship was too much fun. And she had me feeling like I was like the woman. She used to be getting drunk on her motorcycle after we hang out. I'm like, no, 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 don't don't get on it. I'm going to take you home. lunch. like, nah, shut up. I got this. I do this. And it was just too dangerous. <laughs> and at that moment... She made me realize why a lot of women like me when I was very living like out of control because it's like the danger factor of it. It's like, oh my God, this person I love can die at any time. That just like does something to your body. So motorcycle girl. And um No Swag. I was dating this girl that me and my friends called No Swag because she had no swag whatsoever. She just was she just dressed like she was in nineteen a teacher in 1940s. She was a super nice person, but she used to put like flowers in her hair and long dresses and jean jacks. Like she dressed like Miss Frizzle from fucking what you call it. But she was, she was a free spirit though. That's why she. But her friend was definitely a little bit too free for me. She had too many like ideologies that I did not agree with that it was fun you know definitely fun to deal with them and hang out and get drunk and that. but when the time came time to get serious but now I think about it, it's like damn like I was a little bit younger then so I wasn't as open to the world as I am now and I now I've been thinking like damn like if I was to me now me and her definitely could have worked out because she was on that horoscope shit and a plant mom and fucking praying to rocks and shit like that early and I was just like yo in your, your 20s mid to early 20s she's like what the fuck is you doing you feel me you don't understand that he's like yo this girl is nuts I love her it's fun you feel me I could pull up on her be there for you know, it's like something to hang out with for a few weeks and then it's like alright break up come back a few weeks later but and I I definitely feel like the me now could would be a better match for her the smart one this is one of the smart one. My friend's called a smart one. She was definitely, definitely super smart. She was a doctor. Well, she's a doctor now. She was going to be a doctor at the time. And, you know, stuff like that is stressful. And she was mad nice. And I felt like 
I didn't want the karma for for like fucking her over. So what I do, I fucked her over anyway. But in a nicer way, you feel me? It's like I want to drag her along and fuck her over. I can just do a quick fuck with her a little bit. It's like, alright, let me break up with her and fuck her over here. <laughs> so you know, with the doctor, I definitely could be with her now, and not just because she's a doctor, and I want to be a, a stay-at-home husband. But, you know, she was just, like, a real, real good person. Like, I feel like she, I haven't met many people like her that just wanted to see the world be better and wanted nothing from it. And, you know, that was that was definitely a good a good fling I had with her. Oh, I dated a therapist, too. I do not recommend. It was a 2 out of 10 experience. And um, this is, like, one of my worst I just thought about this. She was a two out of ten experience, and because I'm like, yo, like, how you a therapist and I'm manipulating you and you crying over me, and she was just so annoying, and it was just like a terrible thing, always making me feel bad for doing stuff. And then I realized this was her fucking game. She was getting a thrill out of it. I was like, motherfucker, you done got you got me good. <laughs> it was she was like Michael Jack Michael Jackson at the end of the thriller video. Like I feel like she would be crying and when I come like, Can you come see me? Just come please. When I get over there she'd be in the bed like ha 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 got you. So definitely two out of ten experience. Um Oh the lit one. The lit one. I definitely had a like a, a fake famous girlfriend. And she was pretty lit, but it's like it it was just like too much, like I was doing my thing, she was doing her thing, and it was just like, alright, this this is this is you feel me? This ain't gonna work. <laughs> I won't get to specific details, but it was just like this ain't gonna work. This is just not gonna work for me. And um I always think about it like, damn, maybe we, we, we could have just really had something if I'd have just stuck it out of she cause she used to complain about me too though. I, that's why I really didn't work. It's like, alright, come on now. But it goes to this thing. I've been there, it's like, you know, if you know what you're doing and you know what I'm doing. It's like, ah, ah. So we just used to clash heads all the time. So. And then less, I had a princess. I dated like an actual princess. And definitely it was a short-lived thing because, you know, <laughs> as I always do. I was just wasn't serious enough at the time and wasn't ready. And I felt like... I felt like this was, it was going too fast and it was going too good and I wasn't ready because I do got a problem. I realized that that I feel like once you're in a relationship, that'd be like the end of of every, uh, a part of your life and I wasn't ready to give that up at the time. So it definitely went bad. But And um, how I found out she was a princess is because I Googled her. I wanted to see if she had like any DUIs or if she was wanted or anything. And I seen pictures of her and her family. I was like, and I sent it to her like, is this you? And she was like, how did you get this? I, I was like, what the fuck? What are you? And then um, I told all my friends, they was like, nah, you gotta marry her. You gotta marry her, boy. You gotta, you gotta, you got to. You gotta put a baby in her. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am, I am, I am. And then I started thinking like, damn, that's the end of my life if I that. And I wasn't ready to get that up yet. So, yeah. <sighs> So, you know, those are some flings that I miss. Flings are definitely better than relationships because they don't crash and burn. They don't crash and burn. But all right, this is a quick episode of Reservations for One with Bills. I am Bills. Make sure you go like and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out. Follow the YouTube, man. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe, 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 and like it. Make sure you check out Saturday.com. Cop some new merch. We out here. 2023, 2024, we are here. We taking over. I am out.